What's up? Welcome back to Political Ramble. This is your host Cyrus King. Let me short. Um, I'm gonna talk about my get my thoughts on what's happening in France, and it's not really much to to give, you know. Um, French president, you know, wants to wants to Macron wants to wanted to increase the retirement age from 62 to 64. You know, shit to the Americans, <laughs> to Americans, Americans working at fucking 70 years old and shit, right? We were like, what? But he wanted to do that, and it caused outrage, outrage that it's had protests. I mean, you know, the, the French have a reputation in protesting, so, you know, it, it's not something that's new to France, per se. But in today's, cl- in, with all the other stuff going on in the world, it's, in, it, it's an interesting dynamic, right? Because, for instance, when Macron also went to, when he went to China, I think it was China, right? And he um, and he was, or he had a meeting with China. I don't know if he went to China. He had a meeting with the Chinese prime minister or Chinese president, right? And he's basically wasn't as anti-Chinese, and hence wasn't as anti-Chinese, and wasn't as anti-Russian as you know his his Western counterparts wanted him to be, right? And that and that shocked um, that shocked people, right? <laughs> and in a sense, because, you know, in the West right now, it's very anti-Russia, right? In a sense, right? I mean, the whole Ukraine versus, um, the whole Ukraine versus Russia stuff is really the West versus Russia, or America really versus Russia. And America is basically just fighting a proxy war, right? In that. So, um, in a sense, it's, it's kind of one of those things where when your country it's going through what they're going through with the protests. I mean, think about it. The protests were so... Where Macron went to... I believe he was giving a speech. I believe it was was in a school. The power went out. Right? And they said that was from the protests. The pro, you know, in terms of like the like the people... The electrical workers said, we're not doing our jobs. Right? And, and you would never see that in America. Never. Imagine... Any president in a fucking giving a speech and the electricity goes out and they were like, oh yeah, that's them protesting. That would never, that would never be able to be taken, that would never be allowed to happen here. And even if it did, I shouldn't say it would never be allowed to happen, but because there's no real left movement here, because their right will never do that. The right is a bunch of cucks. They will never do that. They just, yeah, they protest when it comes to some racist shit. Yeah, they protest when it comes to that, but not their own real rights. They'll protest when it comes to, oh, we don't want government to expand, but they don't know, they don't even know where that comes from. <laughs> you know, that came from, you know, the Civil War and, you know, um, and, and the Revolutionary War to some extent as well, right? You know, the first government we overthrew, and then the second one, we had a civil war between our, ourselves. And so even when the South lost, a compromise was almost like saying, well, because the government was part of that instrument that, that we lost to, we're not going to, we don't want it to expand too much. And remember, the South was the one that they'll, you know, I mean, they'll make it, they'll get it made. I mean, not the Irish Southerner, but still, they'll make it money from slavery. So, in a sense, that's still kind of like, oh, yeah, you know, I don't, anything that that's trying to change that system, I don't like. So, even though the American right is more dangerous to the establishment, in a sense, it's more dangerous only because... The establishment has one way they want to expand. American right has one way they want to expand. But American right doesn't really want to expand to help individuals, to help people, let's just say. No, it's it's more about holding up its, its place in the past and its, its place in history and its place in, in uh, 
to make America the dominant society, to keep America the dominant society. And America, is, 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 we've made bad choices. We're not, I mean, our days of the dominant power are coming to an end. Now, we're going to still be a world power. And we might still be even the most powerful power. But the days where we are the, I mean, man, listen, man. America had a, had a little run. I would say from 1945 to about the second Iraq War, 90, what's that? 90, 90, maybe 91, right? If you want to give another 10 years, you could, to, let's say 2001, that it was so much a dominant power. Egypt and Rome in its best days couldn't compete with us. I'll give it that. But it's 1945 to 2001. That's like 50 some years. That's nothing, right? And then eventually, you know, other powers started to come in and slowly, slowly chip away at that. And people can't handle it. And, you know, it, it's, it's one of those things where when you relate this to France, I mean, France is kind of, I mean, France is, is different. They were, they were an empire and they kind of fell. But in some ways, they still stay true to what they are. So when you see them protesting the way they do, it's more real. You see what I'm saying? It's more like it's more like you would never see that. You would never see a president uh, fucking giving them a speech and the power goes out. You would never see that. Or you never see even, oh, you know what? We refuse to pick up the garbage, right? You want to see that here. And so the protests have to then change, yeah, I mean, position how the French would, I mean, slowly, of course, how they would see even stuff like the Ukraine war. Because remember, in the Ukraine-Russia conflict, right, America and Great Britain are the ones who are the most extreme. There's people who tell you, listen, Part of that Ukraine-Russia conflict, I mean, they want to make sure that Germany and Russia never pair up again. Remember, that's why I said people have to get into culture. The Germans have a natural cultural affinity to the Russians. East Germans are, are, are Slavic. East Germans are Slavic. May not be West Germans, but East, if East Germans are Slavic, even if you're in West Germany and not, you still have a, a lot of cultural ties. I, I can say that from even traveling to Eastern Europe. The, the, the two languages, everyone... Okay, like, it's going to be Russia first. And after that, it's usually German. Okay, it goes Russia, German, then English. If, when you hear somebody like, you know, what, what's the three languages you got to learn? It's those three. So, remember, Germany hasn't really... German military had just came back online now. Like, Germany... Remember, Germany has by far a better economy than even England and France. Right? So the, the only thing that's holding them back from being a military, being a power again is the military because, you know, we beat them and, you know, they slowly started to reintegrate their military again. So in a sense, and, and also Germany was the most dependent on Russia, energy. So there's a lot of natural ties with Russia that some of the other people, other powers in Europe did not like or didn't, didn't, or didn't want. So they, made, they want to make sure and force Germany to stay in Europe, stay in NATO, stay in... I'm not that they were ever going to leave NATO, but even economically, right? And so, if you want us to break down Western Europe, the Germans will be most naturally pro-Russia. And the British will be the most anti-Russia because they, they're Americans' pawns. And then who's the one in the middle? The French. So that's why the French was... Even when the war began, the French was picked to be the good guy, bad guy cop, right, when they deal with Russia. So... You gotta so in a sense, France politics in France is extremely important to pay attention to when you're dealing with what the pulse of the global world. Because even as a leftist, if you're a person who's into the left, like most people who are leftists for real, 
have read many works above of French intellectuals and even pay attention to French intellectuals in the present. Because intellectuals in France are kind of like celebs, in that sense. So when you see the protests going on to, to American leftists, if they're real, not the progressives. Progressives are not real. <laughs> if, if they're real, they get inspiration from that. So it's very important to keep track of what's going on there. So I, I kind of wanted to, you know, speak on that a little bit. And, you know, Anchor is now exhausted by Spotify and this whole new setup. I got to get used to it. It kind of sucks. <laughs> Out of all five or six podcasts I do, Political Ramble is the only one I don't own. Right? So I, I was like, when I look at this, I was like, oh, man, I might have to exorb it. My, I have, might have to pay a little bread and exorb it into my other podcast where I own that. So, Cyrus King, till next time, peace. Yeah.